0: Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on,
1: darlings, you.
0: Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. NPR commentator Chris Klimick thinks Superman cheated. He explains. Right now, in... Conversations in progress. Talks about how boring he is, but also then saying that's kind of the point. Like the, the review, sort the New York Times review by Stanley Kaufman, sort of takes the approach that the show is boring on purpose, or the character is boring on purpose. Mm. That this is the point. Superman's kind of a dull blank slate, and he has no real. Inner emotional life, except to be the good guy, right? In quotes, and it's when he accepts that at the end of the show that he is able to go back and do good because sometimes he's sure. saving the life it, of a person
1: he cares about. But it is a awful. Like you're not going to put that on your resume. The sentence like well, I, he's I boring. Mean, I mean, I think it's it's kind of the. And I, I was thinking about this again uh, last year. Um, kind of looking at why why Wonder Woman was so successful, mm-hmm. which I think is, you know, very similar um, in tone and approach to the the 78 Donner Superman movies. Yeah. When we treat the, these characters as sort of uh, embodiments of virtue, as aspirational figures and stuff, then those stories work great and we embrace them. When we we treat them as characters within our lives and conflicts and stuff, then, then it all kind of falls apart. You know, we don't want to...
0: Well, go can. down that road
1: at all. Well, right. the, the, it depends um, on the 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 strength the of the character. In the case of Superman, you know, we we um they they tried to do this in the movies, and you know, since two was was written and largely shot concurrently with the first one, and, right? You know, climaxes or doesn't climax, but I mean, the main conflict in it is that he briefly gives up his powers so that right. he can live as a, a mortal, fragile, puny human with Lois Lane, right? And presumably not Get the snap out, out of him at a truck during, stop, well, yes. This, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, does. Yes, uh, he does. And then and then he gets his powers back when he changes his mind, which is a big cheat. But these, oh, uh, but these, you know, But, but spinning oh the earth backward on its Also, Which kind is of a, a bigger cheat. So, Let's y- divert y- for yeah, one second. Yeah. Which
0: which of one and two uh, has is a bigger uh, cheat? See the but I mean I I think it's the spinning the earth, don't you? Yeah. Because that isn't I'm not a huge like <sighs> I'm not a huge fan of when especially Neil deGrasse Tyson writes about how movies of are course, inaccurate, right? But that one, when he described what would actually happen if the Earth spun backwards, even as a kid, was I was also, like, I don't think that's how you reverse time, you know, it's like,
1: a, it, right? Uh, no, it's it's troublesome as a kid where you're not sure. I, I mean, in a movie like that, where there's already you know seems to be taking place in several eras simultaneously, like it's the 70s, but it's not the 70s. It's right. also kind of the 30s, and all the you know all the right. stuff in the in the Daily Planet is uh, oh, it's very much know, the 30s, his Girl yeah. Friday, and yeah. yeah. His suits. I mean, everything. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is, and I mean, that's a thing that I sort of liked as a. Being mm-hmm. confu- and I mean, I was a little older when the when the Burton Batman came out in '89, and there was you know kind of a similar thing with yeah. Gothic architecture, but it takes you know, place in its own Depression universe, era kind of. clothing. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's now, but it's not. Now. But the the turning turning Earth back. I mean, it's just it's just gonna give the audience no investment in anything that that happens because we can just do that again, and also. You know, Superman, when, when Lois dies initially in that movie, uh, when her car drives yeah. into that, that ravine, he's saving a lot of other people. Right. We see him, you know, take a uh, bunch of boulders and build a dam to, to repl- I think it's the Hoover Dam that, that, yes, uh, that breaks, breaks yeah. and, the, you know, all these towns flood and Superman goes and does a makeshift dam. Um, so do all these people die now? Like when he goes well, back right, to, 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 to the, de- decide well, everything, on the revision it, to let these these tens of thousands of people perish? But it also doesn't but, like, he doesn't reverse time in order to
0: give himself more time to do the, all the things he wants to do. When he reverses time, it just fixes itself. Yeah. And that's wholly dissatisfying okay. to me. Where she's she's just like sitting on the edge trying to start her car and that's where he finds her. And there's also this added element of Marlon Brando doing the, like, it is forbidden, you know, it uh-huh. is forbidden uh-huh. for you to interfere. But he's been the whole movie. It's forbidden for right. me to learn my lines right. before I come on set. I'm it standing over here. Yeah. Make the cue cards larger. Larger, right. Yeah. I can't stand. Yeah. I know you love Orson Welles, so <laughs> I want to say that I've always wondered what it would be like if Orson Welles
1: played that part oh, instead of Marlon Brando. You know, in 1976, he he was available. Yeah. And readily available, yeah. though he'd have to do it probably sitting down. I don't know if he could have done See, it. See, if up. if uh, if his final performance could have been Jarell instead of the Energon cube or whatever it was, right? Transformers, the, the, the or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been, that would have been, it would have been different certainly. But then he <laughs> might not have had those. Well, no, the Palmasan commercials were before. I think you would think have had all the, the things. I think, uh, okay. I think, I think, I think <laughs> so, you easily with Orson Welles, could right. have just
0: he could have just been in Superman, could okay. have just
1: slotted it in there. So and, this, this is this is a Richard Donner Tom Mankiewicz Superman yes. universe where I don't have to choose. I don't no, have to don't make have any choices. We can choices, spin around can, the Earth backwards sure, and everything can, will just work itself out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's why I think that's a bigger cheat than stepping back in the booth and then being like, "Just kidding," because that or, at least right. it's all magic where science he, at he, that point. Yeah. So.
1: So whatever, you know. And then also something happens where he gets the like the fruit roll up power, the, like he can turn his chest logo into uh, yeah. a little frisbee. Well <laughs> but, that's in uh, the but...
0: and that's in the uh, Richard Lester reshoots though, of yeah, course. That's not of part of Donner's original the, like right.
1: fight. So you know, Richard Lester who who understood that we needed more ice cream cones being blown into people's faces. He is to, Richard to really...
0: Lester is the only like comedic hero of mine from when I was a kid who I have come to hate, but not because he's a sexual predator. It, it's just, he's just like <laughs> apparently was a jerk and did things well. like, I mean, reshot exactly enough of Superman 2 so that he would get sole directing credit. Uh. And it's just and, and he didn't do it well.
1: Uh, and I I didn't know he had been revealed as a predator. So no, I'm just, saying he uh, wasn't. That's my like that's my thing. Sorry. Is like, okay, yeah, yeah. Of course. He was that's he's a, the only like uh, all my all other ones, former heroes are form, sure. especially
0: comedic heroes have turned out to be Right. They, horrible they they've, people. they've been sentenced
1: for off off stage crimes. Exactly right.
0: His yeah. are actually artistic. So I guess I should be grateful <laughs> for that in some ways. Yeah. But a hard uh, Day's night. oh yeah and help uh, i'll defend help i'll defend three and four musketeers i'll defend a lot but yeah yeah no this is i feel so bad for richard donner and that superman too so superman this musical sort of bears out a larger problem with superman to me that he is a great comic book character and then when you try to take him anywhere else his something some kind of flaw gets revealed the in the sort of the the problems with the movies and probably the movie serials were probably okay. Yeah, still. And I,
1: and I I haven't uh, seen those enough yeah, to, to, to really time. place those in the in in the context right
0: of, of... or even the like a TV show would be fine. Yeah, but like but when I, you have I, to I give mean, a
1: three act structure to Superman or even a two act musical structure. It feels wrong right and and i mean I, I i again i think i i came to this through through benton and newman mm-hmm. and i and i don't know exactly which writers are responsible for the stuff that i like about superman the movie i suspect it's tom mankowitz the, the, so the uh, yeah. writer who richard donner brought in and you know because of wga stuff he couldn't he has a credit right. on the film as creative consultant yeah which i read as he rewrote he rewrote most of it. almost the entire movie um, yeah. so i'm gonna credit without actual knowledge that this is so um, my favorite scene in that or any superhero movie—the balcony scene, the balcony interview between uh, Clark. Really? And when he, yeah, it's a great yeah, scene because great I, scene. I mean I feel like that tonally is the you know the most difficult thing to pull off, and that's what I mean if that were in a musical like this, um, it that would have... just be a, a heartstopper, and it, and it actually does yeah. presage a kind that's of true. terrible musical number in the movie. I mean, they, they go flying, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Margot the Kidder starts reciting. Oh, I always forget about yeah. that. <laughs> Can you read my mind? Do you
0: know what it is that you do to me?
1: I don't know who you are. Just a friend from another star. Here I am, like a kid out of school, Holding hands with a god. I'm a fool. Will you look at me? Quivering. Like a little girl. Shivering. You can see right through me.
0: (gasps) Oh my god! The great... Yeah. song poem th- uh-huh. that she recites that does yep. rhyme mm-hmm. oh my gosh i forgot all yeah. about we're, that where
1: uh whoever composed that whether it was tom mankowitz or I, I don't know him. i don't know if i should charge tom mankowitz with having rhymed sky and fly and well, he's not a lyricist so no. i guess we could no. I mean uh, he did write
0: some of my favorite i like, how many of my favorite james bond movies did he write Three? Oh, i mean Three, a bunch yeah. like
1: i think the the john glenn Direct No, that was before the, that. It's that a Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, and Man with the Golden okay. Gun. That's okay, okay. Sort of so one, two, right. Okay, so this yeah. is probably how he got onto Superman, right? Because these are all yeah. big studio productions mm-hmm. in the middle of the '70s, right? As yep. right as Superman is ramping. And up. He gets onto Superman one and two, and God, he wrote Dragnet, the '80s movie. Oh man, <laughs> I insisted my dad take me to see that, and I. <laughs> I also phoned a radio station and demanded that they play the. The single uh, soundtrack. Oh City yes, of crime. City of Crime. The uh, the Ackroyd and Hanks. I think it was probably a rap. It's a rap. It okay, is. It good. is definitely a rap. See that act, We're just in time. We have stumbled into a major crime. They
0: got the girl off all right. Now that's not nice. I think she is a subject the subject of a sacrifice.
1: Buddy, we're putting this party on ice.
0: But first, you know we really ought to read them that right. Read them their rights. Read them their rights. Well, I'm here tonight to rap about your right, Because right now you're in trouble. don't have to say nothing at all. You all got two calls and you better make them on the
1: double. Yes. Yeah,
0: The worst Hanks-related rap until Chet Hayes hit the scene. Right. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I say
1: this by, by way of, of presenting that my artistic opinions are a thing in which you you can all have they're faith your own. And they're too. your own. No, yeah, they, right. absolutely. No. Yeah, they they exist in an objective uh-huh. truth and uh, <laughs> should be
0: treated as such. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgotten about the. I got, that's Lois' song, Margot Kidder's hit single. Uh, but I w- referring to that balcony scene though, what you reminded me of is that is a one of the best dialogue scenes in terms of revealing important expositional information. Though I was it was one of the first ones. Is that I saw sure. that movie. I don't know how many times when I was a kid. And when I started to actually start writing and think about writing objectively, I realized that one of that scene where she asks what color underwear I'm wearing and he can't see it because he can't see through lead, that very important piece of information comes out in a very casual conversation. She writes it in her article. Mm -hmm. It'll be in the paper to then get to Lex Luthor so he can put the kryptonite in a lead box. And it really... That's great writing. That is it a is really fantastic great writing. writing. A- yeah. And
1: I mean, it's also the example of of the thing where you you sort of forgive the the cheat within it. Um, yes, we, you know, which is a presume. I mean, Jarell uh, had uh, given Superman the uh, the books on tape or, or right, <laughs> you know, containing oh, all of tape. the the, right. the crystal <laughs> books on archives, right. with all, all of the amassed knowledge of the the known universe for him to listen to over however many we are not sure exactly how long, a long it takes time. Him to travel from crook. He grows, yeah. comes a couple of years, yeah. yeah. Um but uh so presumably he would know that that uh the humans are not to be trusted and maybe he should be a little wary of giving away his one vulnerability in a in a newspaper interview. Yes. Um but I like it. You know, I like that he's mm-hmm. a he's a guileless Guy who's who I mean it's a big theme in the movie. It's just only that he's, the, just, he's very upfront. And he's yes, very honest. There's, there's no deceit. Great people they wish to be, and he wants yeah. us to be, and he wants us to to not <laughs> exploit I, his uh, inability to see through lead. Well, but, it
0: becomes a problem, but we do We're his bad. honesty. Of course, yeah. is the big crux of the problem at the end of the movie when he promises Miss Tessmacher, my absolute favorite character oh, and boy. performer yes, in the entire Valerie movie, Valerie Prine. Valerie Prine. Oh god, she's so great. Uh, he promises that he'll go to Hackensack first. Mm-hmm. And he does it. And right. that's what costs him Lois and And becomes Jimmy. the
1: victim of a non-consensual kiss from Miss Tessmacher. He does, yes. Because she leaves the kryptonite on just long enough <laughs> yeah. so that she can kiss him.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think Lex could get better help. I'm just saying, like, I,
1: th- I think Miss Tessmacher could do better, too.
0: Yes, right. she could absolutely do better. And, but uh, Otis but, 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 is such but you, a... Like, right. <laughs>
1: It would only you know. It, it would make sense if it turned out that Otis was her brother or something, and she felt like she had to stick. Or around even Lex's to, to take brother. Care like I don't. Yeah, or, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the Three Stooges aspect of their relationship, even up into Superman. Well, this Four, is what like I, it, it kind of
0: it's still kind of works. You know,
1: I I do sometimes wish that the that the movie had a little bit more sense of menace about it, and Luther yeah. seemed a little bit scary sometimes, or had a moment of being, scary. or sca- maybe. Like, uh, Within the uh, also my favorite superhero movie score ever, we didn't necessarily need the the uh, Otis tuba, but it is iconic. Yeah, when he's toddling right. uh, down the subway tunnel, that isn't
0: like it. it yeah, uh, it, that's
1: old school movie making. Too, I've I've that, never like, fallen yeah. off a ladder without hearing that that tuba part in my head. Patrick. Or pushed a guy in front of a subway train with a hydraulic wall. That's the two. <laughs>
0: That scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Uh, We've drifted off again, and I think I'm going to leave a lot of this in. (laughs) The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone, and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Chris Klimek for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal.